and soil and other issues uh, as we you could argue that you know there hasn't been great response in the last five ten years on that area then of course uh, they'll carry on doing it so it's mm -hmm. a it's a very fine line as Britain's former Defence Secretary Ben Wallace speaking to the BBC earlier on today. Well, joining me live now are our Middle East correspondent Hugo Bishega, who's in Baghdad, and in Washington, our US special correspondent Katty Kay. Hugo, good afternoon to you there. Katty, good morning to you there. Hugo, let's start with you. Tell us more about what Qaeda Hezbollah have said about their attack on this US base. Yeah, so what is interesting is that this group, uh, Qatab Hezbollah, is uh, the main group in this alliance of forces uh, called the Islamic Resistance of Iraq, which claimed responsibility for this attack that happened in Jordan on Sunday. And this announcement that they made yesterday came late last night, and uh, it happened just hours after President Biden said he had decided how to respond to the attack that happened in Jordan. And I think there was the expectation, perhaps, that uh, something could happen right after that. Uh, nothing has happened yet, but uh, the Americans have frequently targeted uh, these groups. Uh, they've been behind more than 160 attacks uh, targeting uh, U.S. bases uh, in Iraq and uh, Syria. So uh, up until now, no American troops had been killed. So this is the key factor here. For the first time, American troops were killed as a result of those attacks. So the expectation is that this American response uh, is likely to be stronger. So perhaps this announcement that we heard yesterday from Qatar Hezbollah was an attempt to prevent or, or delay uh, this uh, American reaction. And I think there was also some pressure from Iran. Uh, Iran obviously uh, supports uh, these groups and uh, it doesn't want to be involved uh, in a major confrontation with the Americans. So I think the Iranians uh, said, uh, look, you need to stop these attacks. You need to de-escalate the situation. But despite this announcement uh, here in Iraq, many are still waiting to see uh, how or even if uh, the Americans are going to respond. Uh, Cathy, I want to pick up what's happening in Washington. Uh, as Hugo mentioned, President Biden has said there will be a response. Is it clear what that response will be? No, the phrase that I'm hearing is just tough enough. Um, the president made clear yesterday that he holds Iran responsible, but also that he doesn't want an escalation of the war in the Middle East that would draw America into yet another Middle East war. President Biden came into office wanting to pull America out of the Middle East. Uh, the withdrawal from Afghanistan was a mess, but uh, the administration doesn't second guess the idea that that was the right thing to do. The last thing they want is further involvement of U.S. troops in the Middle East. So the, it's a tiered approach. That's my understanding. The first is that America might respond against proxies, Iranian proxies uh, in the region, the sec as it has done already against the Houthis in Yemen. The second is that they would hit Iranian assets outside of Iran, whether that's naval vessels or Iranian officials who are outside of Iran. And the third would be a strike inside Iran itself. That's something that Senator Lindsey Graham, the Republican, a hawk, has called for directly, saying that it's now time for the Biden administration to strike inside Iran. It's something that the White House is reluctant to do, is my understanding. That is the least 
good of all of their options. Uh, but as the president said, this is something that's going to be rolled out over time. Uh, and America is keen to say that they're going to choose their time and place of doing this, just as they warned the Israelis, don't act in the heat of the moment after October the 7th. Make sure that you've got your strategy right. And I think that's what we're going to see from the White House. Uh, Cathy, you mentioned those uh, airstrikes on Houthi targets in Yemen there. There's, there's mixed messages from Washington and London as well in not wanting this war in the Middle East to spread and yet continuing to involve themselves. Do we anticipate that these US and UK strikes on Yemen will continue for the foreseeable? I think the risk for the for the administration really is getting embroiled further. That's what they don't want to do is have US troops embroiled further. If there are more um, actions taken by the Houthis against US or international assets, I think we'll see the administration has not ruled out more strikes against the Houthis. But the risk for Washington is pretty clear. One is that you get embroiled further and that derails the process that is going on at the moment between the Israelis and Hamas about release of hostages. Uh, and if there were to be a wider war, that could get derailed. That in turn could derail any prospects of a two-state solution. That in turn could derail the prospects of a Saudi-Israeli normalization process, which is the only optimistic scenario that I hear of coming out of all of the problems in Gaza and Israel. So they, these things are all connected, and the White House doesn't want to disrupt the longer-term strategy by acting precipitously. There's also the issue of gas prices. This is an election year. Gas prices are a very important political issue here in the United States. They have just come down. If there were to be serious strikes against Iran, what would that do uh, to gas prices here in the United States? It's not something that any president wants to take lightly. Uh, Hugo, back to you just to wrap us up. Uh, this has been linked to Iran, but Iran has vociferously denied any involvement. Yeah, well, they say that they were not directly involved uh, in, in this attack, but I think there's no doubt that uh, the Iranians, uh, you know, are connected to everything that's happening here because the Iranians train, they give weapons to those groups, so they are supported by uh, Iran. And obviously, Iran supports not only these groups here in Iraq and also in Syria, but Iran supports this so-called axis of resistance. And we've seen that the Houthis in Yemen have been uh, carrying out those attacks in the Red Sea, also has are in Lebanon. So tensions are high all across the region and Iran is directly involved in all those cases. Okay, Hugo Bishega for us in Baghdad and Katy Kay in Washington. Thank you both very much. We will keep you posted on this story. Do stick with us here on BBC News.